him and don't know shit. I might not know shit, but I know enough. I might not know shit, but I know enough. You might call me dumb, but I have a lot of fun. I might not know shit, but I know enough. Episode 32. We just keep on trucking around here. It's been a blast lately. Um, I'm really excited for this uh, episode because I'm going to sit down with my very good friend who I've known since we're kids, like under 10 years old. Um, his name is David Barton. He's the singer and frontman of uh, the band The Peelers. And The Peelers have just uh, finished up their new album, which is going to be released on Stomp Records, Down and Out in the City of Saints. It's, uh, I heard one track off it. It's called Prize Fight. Fantastic. Uh, could tell they really put a lot into this and um, yeah Dave and I uh, we went to high school together and basically saw the beginnings and shared in crisscross paths and stuff like this uh, you know the first steps in the musical journey uh, that we both uh, took and so I understand where he's coming from extremely well as I'm sure he does uh, towards me as well and uh, so yeah this is really exciting I can't wait to actually uh, you know talk uh, band stuff uh, with David and, uh, you know, let's we'll see where else we go with this. But, uh, yeah, so underneath the uh, video, don't forget, there's the uh, PayPal link. Any tip, whether it's 25 cents, 50 cents, a dollar or more, whatever, it, uh, the Be A Producer program. You become the producer of the next episode. And, um, you know, credited, and it's DIY, and it's family style, and that's why there's no ads on this. And uh, that's what keeps it all rolling. So, yeah, thanks for all your continued support, gang. And uh, don't forget to subscribe, it really does help. I know there's more viewers than there are subscribers right now, so if you can take a second to subscribe, it really does help, okay? And uh, yeah, so let's do this. All right, here we go. Dave, good yeah, to see man. you, brother. What are you doing there? I'm gonna pour myself a whiskey so I can, <laughs> get, <laughs> so I can get through this. I've never been in. <laughs> I've never been in, this is the first time I've ever been uh, interviewed by uh, someone that I've known for, oh, Jesus, a long time. Let's put it that way, but they're dating ourselves. <laughs> right? Uh, it's funny, I, I just did the intro to this, and I, I just mentioned that we've known each other since like around 10 or younger, you know? <laughs> oh, God, yeah, 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 It'll, at least. At and, least, yeah. and, and And been on many stages together as well. So. Absolutely. Kind of fun. So I'm drinking, uh, what am I drinking? I'm drinking Proper 12. Which Proper is, 12. Uh, oh, shit. Which is uh, the Conor McGregor uh, um, pushed. I don't know if he owns part of it. He probably does. Yeah, he but, does. Uh, I think he's the major okay. owner of it. Yeah. Um, so, so what should I serve with? I got the Red Label. I got the Jameson. And I have the Appleton. Uh, you've got, what do you have? Red label? I have a, a Johnny Walker red label. I got Jameson and Appleton. Well, Johnny Walker, no thank you. All uh, right. J Jameson is, I would go with Jameson because then we're both drinking with Irish whiskey. There you go. Yeah. Proper. <laughs> Proper Irish whiskey. That's it. <laughs> anyway. Cheers, man. Cheers, brother. Yeah, man. Congratulations, by the way. Thanks, dude. Thanks. You just had a baby. Yeah. Hey, just, just, uh. Help yourself from the bottle there. That's uh, <laughs> these are beer bottle size bottles. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just fucking you. Yeah, man. But yeah, yeah, you, man. You just Thanks. had a baby. Yeah, well, I, I listened to the first yeah. track. What I did? <laughs> it sounds good too, man. Sounds real good. Uh, thanks, brother. I appreciate that. Lots of hard work, as you know, and uh, 
you know, labor of love, labor of love. <laughs> Absolutely. It's been so much love. Appreciate that... it though. Thanks, brother. No, no, really. I was blasting it in the car on the ride home from work today. And you, uh, it, it sounded really good. I must have listened to it like 10 times there. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks, brother. I appreciate that. When does the full really album nice. come out? March 12th. Woo. Coming up fast. Coming up fast. Yeah, man. Time for a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Can't really do. Yeah. I mean, can't really do anything, but uh, yeah, you know, get it out there and, uh, you know, get, at least get it out there and get it, get it heard. And then we'll see. We'll go from there. Right. Well, that's it. You know, you know these how, times, you know it's, it's hard it to works. plan shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Dave, you yeah, have, have started the band, I guess, uh, uh, the Peelers. Where does the name come from? So the name, well, uh, so I'll give you, there's two parts to that story. So the name itself, uh, the Peelers, is a reference to uh, uh, the, the police in Northern Ireland. Uh, that, you know, the police were started by John Peel. And so they got the nickname, the Peelers. And so uh. that's the, that's the, you know, that's the, the de facto uh, explanation. But I took it from a song that a friend of mine sings. Um, there's a guy named uh, um, Brendan Nolan. And he used to play actually a, a lot at the, uh, uh, he's from Dublin, but he used to play a lot at the old Dublin in Montreal. He lived in Montreal for a while. Right. Played, played a lot at the old Dublin and uh, used to play there with Jerry O'Neill, a, a friend of mine as well. And, and I know Brendan to this day still. Uh, he lives in Florida now in St. Petersburg Beach. And he had a song called uh, Ballyhooly, which I, the guys and I really liked. And there was a line in that song that, that went, um, uh, it rhymed, it rhymed peel, whiskey dealers with peelers. And when we were doing, when we were playing pub shows just for fun back in the day, you know, going, going back a bunch of years, <laughs> we, call our, we call ourselves the whiskey dealers. And so when we went looking for a name for, for this band, it, it just seemed, uh, you know, it just seemed logical to take the peelers, which was the rhyme of that actual verse. Anyway, I know it sounds ridiculous, but that's... No, no, it's uh, really cool. You're dropping knowledge here, man. Yeah, like that's that's where it came from. And, uh, you know, there's there's a couple... There was, at the time, there was a band in uh, Chicago called the Peelers. And they were, like, kind of a punk, punky kind of band. And uh, they actually sent us a... Uh, uh, not, not a cease and well, I guess it was a cease, kind of a cease and desist, but not not a legal cease and desist. Just one of them. <laughs> what a box with like a horse's head in no, it. No, 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 not a, not even that. I just I, I just got a I got an email one day, and they're like, yeah, um, you know, the peelers is taken, so you guys should stop using it. And I <laughs> I I just and they said, oh, they told me it was service marked. Well, service marked and trademarked those are two completely different things. So I, if you want to look it up, but uh, I just wrote them back and said, so with a question mark and uh, I never heard back from them. And to this, to my knowledge, I don't think they play anymore, but uh, the, the, and there's another band out West. Like they're like a, uh, a show, like a, like a corporate show band. Right. They play, they play like top 40 and, and full horn section and like, it's it's you know like a backline of female singers and I, and we sometimes I sometimes get requests to play you know 
gigs like hey do you guys want to do the ibm uh you know christmas party <laughs> do you ask them I, how much first <laughs> you know, I, brother don't think i haven't thought about it a few times <laughs> but uh but uh yeah so but but you know what the peelers uh eric and i actually uh, uh completely uh registered the name so we own the name the peelers in north america now well okay. in the u.s and canada anyway so uh, technically, we could cease and desist the rest of them at this point. And I don't, I don't say that to be, to be, uh, you know, to to be an ass, but it's just that's why we did it is because we were having so many issues. And man, you sink twenty two years into a band, and you you don't want to have to go back and start again and rebrand yourself. So, uh, exactly. You know, actually, it's funny. I, I had a band called the Abruptors uh, on the show. Uh, they're from the states. Uh, yeah, I've heard, I've heard them. Yeah. Yeah, and they had a similar issue, but it was actually a band member that tried to take the name and stuff like that. But I mean, oh, yeah. I, I like your attitude. It's not like you're going after the other bands. You're just protecting your own. And that's I'm cool. Protecting our brand. Uh, just, you know, and I even hate using that word because it sounds so pretentious. But uh, just, you know, we, like I said, like, man, you know, Eric and I, we've been doing this, you know, we started this band 22 years ago. Wow. And we put a lot of time into it and a lot of money a lot of money that we'll never see back, um, <laughs> you know, but it, not that I care. I mean, like, you know, we did it cause we love it. Well, yeah, but, 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 you know, it's just about protecting what we have and, and, uh, going forward, you know? So oh, absolutely. I totally, totally, totally get it. Man, yeah. 22 years. I, I didn't realize it's been that long already. Yeah, man. 99. And this year, how many albums? And this is your fourth. This is only our fourth full length album. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we took, there was a hiatus, right? Between like uh, <laughs> <Enough. laughs> two, 2004 and uh, like two, 2004, we released uh, Liquordale and then we were still touring. We were playing a lot in the US and in Canada and we kind of took a little break around 2007. I was in school trying to finish my degree and, uh, you know, guys were having kids and, you know, life just got in the way and we just took a break. And, and then we just got back at it like early tens, you know, early 2010s. And mm -hmm. Eric, Eric and I just said, ah, oh, man, but if we don't do this again, we're going to, yeah. Cause we were always talking about it and, you know, talk is cheap as they say. Right. So we <laughs> just, you know, we just, we just, a break yeah, is the best thing. You know what I mean? Cause it seems to me like just from the outside that you took a big long break, but you came back stronger and harder than ever. Oh, well, thank you, brother. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I suppose like, 2013 we started recording uh pals of the fiend and then we we that was a process uh for a uh a, a number like a variety of reasons some some kind of comical and some uh serious you know what i mean like some mm -hmm. some uh, particularly on my end you know i had you know i went through some stuff and so it was uh it was difficult but you know 2017 we finally got it released and uh yeah man like uh you know in the genre celtic celtic punk genre like just pretty well critically critically well received you know and uh, yeah absolutely i saw that as, as was yeah as was liquordale before that so really yeah. really pleased about that you know but the sound on the new album man it's like as if you guys really just stepped up like big time like Thanks, brother. it sounds like that. from that one song that i heard there i was like wow uh yeah, yeah man Wait, i think you'll really like the rest of the album too i mean that's the single that, um, you know, the guys at Stomp wanted to use that one as a single. And, and I was mm -hmm. fine with that, too. And uh, uh, it, it's funny because that song doesn't really ref kind of reflect who we are. Like the, 
it doesn't it doesn't right like the the you know we're a celtic i hate to use that but we're a celtic punk band you know and yeah. so so there's not a lot of celtic influences in that in that song and that first single although if you listen to the lyrics or, or read the lyrics or if you 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 know if you listen real close you can hear the fiddle uh, in there <laughs> as well but you know like i just felt right uh, i don't know that you know, I've kind of, I feel like I've been maturing a little bit in my, in the way I've been writing. Uh, uh, maybe maturing is not a good word. Uh, just no, I think it is. I, I think it is because well, one thing that's interesting about you, actually, one thing that I've always admired about you, Dave, and this goes way back, is that you are a writer and a studier. I don't know if a lot of people know that side of you, but I mean, you're often quoting poetry or old writings and stuff like this. Like, a, you're, you're very smart when it comes to your a poetic literature let's say you know and I, I see that in your writing as well and that that's an aspect of what you do that I really 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 appreciate I appreciate that uh, uh K-Man it's um you know like I got that from my mom and my dad when I was really young and and you know uh you know I have a history degree you know I have a film film and media degree so I just I I love but but you know I get I get I get a lot of that from uh from some of my influences too right so mm -hmm. you know my biggest lyrical influence you know music aside right the music we can talk about you know the music yeah. comes from very very specific places but my lyrical uh content or my lyrical uh um uh, you know the way that i write i i get it from very specific influences like man i'm a huge tom waits fan and yeah. you know tom uh the boss even Downey, Gord Downey, like the way yeah. that those guys use, use, uh, I always love the way those guys said, uh, and, and even like Gordy Lightfoot, Johnny Cash, I always love the way that those guys used, uh, um, uh, like, like the storytelling uh, aspect, storytelling, but also places and people in places in time, right. like specific people in places in time, you know? So, so like, I, I love being very geospecific when I write about something like, you know, like you'll hear if you read the lyrics to this album, I'm all over the place from New Orleans. Your writing to... style also reminds me a lot of Billy Bragg. Oh, well, I appreciate that because I'm a massive <laughs> Billy Bragg fan. So I will take that. I will take that for sure, brother. It's you know, when I was 15 nice years old, I saw him in Ottawa at uh, Porter Hall in Ottawa. Oh, no uh, doubt. I, I was like yeah, 15. I went with a, a, a you know, friend of the family. Uh, yeah. And uh, man, at that show, it really hit me because there was oh, just a, a guy with a guitar and it was so powerful that he was had like, he, the oh, entire he, audience. Right. So he was, by his, he was by himself then. He was just him and his guitar. And, yeah, and yeah. As far he as did not have a, a guy come out and play trumpet at one point as well. Like he used to have a guy come out and play a couple of songs on trumpet. Oh, it is possible. This is going back yeah. a long time ago. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, he's yeah. brilliant, man. Like a brilliant songwriter, brilliant storyteller, uh, and plugged in, right? Like he just he, he you know, he's he's socially and, and politically aware and and you know, while while my music doesn't always go that way, it definitely it's not something I like, I prefer to do, you know. Sometimes there's messages in there, but like I, I'm I'm the romantic, right? Like I'm a romantic. <laughs> I always was, and I like I like writing about people and places and, and places that I've been and people I've met and, and things that I've heard and and you know. Yeah, it comes yeah. from that. It comes from that more than more than anything. There's enough people out there, you know, spreading the good, pre, you know, spreading the good word that, you know, I people don't need to hear what, what the fuck I have to say. Other than, uh, <laughs> oh, can I swear on here? I don't even know if oh, I'm fuck yeah, man. Oh, all right. All right sure, <laughs> anything sure. goes because I, yeah, I don't know. Daddy. 
<laughs> yeah, okay, well, mean, like anything I goes. <laughs> I don't know about YouTube or, or whatever they're up to, but yeah. The worst anyway. thing to do is delete something, <laughs> whatever. But. Yeah, man, yeah. I got my first uh, Facebook warning. Uh, uh, I got my first Facebook warning yesterday. Congratulations. Uh, like, uh, like we're going to throw you in Facebook jail if you don't uh, smarten up and I, uh, for something completely innocuous. And, and I was going to uh, ask, like, what got you? The well, warning? I'm not going to, I'm not going to say it because, uh, <laughs> me, you know, who knows now? Like they, they've got me, they got me second guessing myself now. So, uh, <laughs> but the person that I, uh, the person whose post I made the comment on, uh, I sent them the a full, uh, you know, a, a screenshot of the warning and they just laughed. So they were like, fuck, you know, anyway, yeah. it's all good, brother. <laughs> uh, everything's being controlled, man. Isn't For right social, or wrong, it, you know, I don't know. Right? Like a, you know, isn't it's this, something. Isn't this social media stuff great, man, in 2021? <laughs> it's fantastic, right? <laughs> I feel like everybody's, you know, hanging out with a babysitter. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. But you know what, man? It's great for you and I and, and bands, right? Because you and I both, uh, you and I have seen both sides, right? Like we, we, we were, we were doing shows when you didn't have that, that this is a medium, right? Like you Absolutely. and I were doing shows when you had to fucking walk around Montreal, putting your, you know, 700 your, posters your, with the fucking yeah, uh, horse oh, yeah. glue. Literally yeah, that's or, where the glue came from. Glue or the, uh, or the old, uh, the old uh, hand stapler there like uh, well what, what we did is we uh we had a bunch of friends that worked at greenland and they used to get us oh, yeah, uh, these yeah. bags it's like this weird chunky powdery stuff and it's literally fucking horse hooves you know? oh, is that what it is yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah. then you put hot water in it would take water bottles and then nice. put a little hole in the top there or, and you know shake it up and and then it would melt and then we'd put literally like six or 700 posters up in like two nights, you know, nice. staying up yeah. all night and, you know, running from the cops and <laughs> all that that's, kind of jazz. That's, that's how we did it back then, brother. And, and it's, it's so you, I think we appreciate maybe more the, today, you know, with, with the use of social media and platforms. It's uh, a lot you know, warmer. Oh, yeah, goddamn right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's no question about that. <laughs> still got still got a load in though man so you know yeah no shit eh? <laughs> anyway um it, it's funny uh i, I want to go way back for a second she sure. both of us grew up in bankley kill bankley kill ontario i don't think that many people know about it but more and more people do because more and more bands have come from there bose brewery is there you know kind of got the name out a lot more i think but uh in high school when you uh, a lot of people don't know this and uh, you started out playing drums yeah and singing at the same time, which yep. always impresses me because like, I don't know how, how the fuck yeah. you do that. I was fucking Phil Collins for great sake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. Oh, I probably tried probably tried to do that pass a million times too. Right. But, uh, but uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Well, I think it was just out of necessity, right? Like, uh, you know, our buddy Troy, you know Troy. And, yeah. And he absolutely he was, Troy Young. Hello, sir. Yeah, he was the guitar player, and and so. And I didn't even know what a bass guitar was back then. So, uh, you know, I just, him and I started jamming and I just played drums out of, out of convenience, right? Like, yeah. Uh, well, that's what um, it is when you grow up in a small place. I mean, there's only a hand, there was enough musicians in our age group to have two bands and we did. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. For sure. But, you know, it worked. And I mean, whatever. I, I, I had fun. We had fun. Not oh, something I, not something I would recommend. To, to anyone though the old uh the old drum the old drum vocal uh, combo it's it's pretty it's, it's pretty rough and uh yeah I'm sure sure some of those early shows probably reflect that as well 
But at, at the same time, it's really interesting because like when I think of our, like literally our musical journey, because, you know, we're at the age where we're discovering things, discovering ourselves, discovering what we like. But you were a poet back then as well, always writing original songs. Yeah, we do covers and stuff, and that's how you learn and you grow and what you like and dislike and all that kind of thing. But yeah, man. you were always I, writing, man. Yeah, man, I remember. You, you, sometimes you were with me, too. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> we, we, we were lucky enough, not without going into uh, too detail, we were lucky enough to have access to the music room at the school. And, uh, <laughs> and, yeah, and a screwdriver. Uh, but I mean, like, <laughs> uh, I didn't say that. <laughs> we love I, your dad what's the statue of limitations uh, <laughs> right. by, by the way now that we're now that we're uh, anyway yeah hey now yeah, it's man, all just good sure. stories <laughs> oh no i appreciate i appreciate you saying that too brother like you know it was uh it was always my goal to write my own stuff like uh i never was comfortable playing other people's music i mean it's it's it was fun it, mm -hmm. you know it was it's it's fun to do but i was i was I don't know. I always feel like the the original artist always does it. You know, there are some very rare instances where you get a cover that actually sounds as good or better than the original. You know, so I yeah, I was always my my goal to just write my own stuff and and you know, I'm happy to hear that. Where... I mean, like I, I wasn't a natural singer. It took me a long time to actually like be like confident enough even to, yeah. to sing. But I could never do cover songs. But as soon as I was writing my own stuff. It's like my voice worked with what I was writing as well. And then, you know, you do something original. And I think uh, that's something we both share, you know? Yeah, of course, man, because you, you, you know, you, you come, you know, you come to, you uh, dance, uh, you, you, you dance with who you brought to the dance. You know what I mean? So like <laughs> yeah, you, you, the tools that you got, that's what you use. Right. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you know, and, and that's the best way to do it too. Right. Because, you know, you, you want to try, like, remember, you know, I remember us trying to, do Alice in Chains and uh, yeah, you know, everything. Like, I mean, that's not, you know, that's not us, you know, even though I can hit some of those notes, it's not, uh, it's not, you know, whoops, I lost you there for a second. Sorry, hey, there he is. Hey. Yeah, man. Sorry about that's that. It's all good. It's all good. Um, anyway, but, but yeah, at the same time, though, going through that process as most, you know, youth uh, that are musical, I mean, that's also where you learn, you develop, you know, by, by doing these things is basically exercise, you know? Yep. Yep, I agree. And, and you're really good at it, man. And, and you pulled Thanks, off brother. so many different things. And now you're playing guitar and singing with the Peelers. Yeah, yeah, that was a, uh, you know, like I used to play, well, I mean, I always played guitar with the band. Uh, but, I, you know, it was acoustic guitar uh, most mm -hmm. of the time up until, uh, it's funny, we played at, uh, what you, you'd be familiar with Stewie Palooza, of course. Right, right. We played at Stewie Palooza, I'd say about three years ago now, or whenever he had the last one, I suppose. And uh, um, not everybody could make it. So I ended up playing electric and, and got, you know, it was just one of the best gigs we'd had in the ages. And the light bulb just went off. And I was like, nah, I'm going back to playing electric. Because, you know, when you, when you know your own songs, as you know, when you, when you know your own songs, when you get it, you, you tend to play them correctly, you know? And so, right. you know, that was my... That was that was my part of my reasoning for sure, and eh, it's it's fun, man. Like I, you know, I'm just a rhythm guy, but uh, I do what I do well. And I let, well, well, I let what the, other instruments I let the do you have in the band? Uh, like, like okay, like who do you have in your band right now, and what instruments? Because like uh, you're uh, no, I had Sean Ryan on the episode. In next week, I have Finney from the Mahones on the episode uh, on okay. the show as well. And uh, but in Celtic music, what are some of the sounds and instruments that kind of define Celtic music? 
Celtic music in the traditional sense? Yeah, let's start traditional and then to where you are now. Yeah, I mean, acoustic guitar for sure. I mean, you got to start there, right? Uh, I, I, you know, and this is just from my own experience, you know, acoustic mm -hmm. guitar, fiddle, uh, sometimes accordion, uh, you know, accordions, uh, it's a funny thing with the accordion, you know, more, especially in our part of the world, more people play fiddle than they do accordion. Uh, but, okay, it's, yeah. but, but it's still in there, you know, like, uh, uh, whistle, Irish whistle, Boran is a big one too. That's a big, I have one on the wall. That's the drum, right? I'm not going to go grab it. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's like, a, it's like a big drum with a, with a, like a skin on it and, and, uh, and you play it with, with what they call a bone and it, and it, it's, man, I can't even play mine. Like, but I, I've got friends who can play it really well, but, uh, yeah, it's just a great sounding instrument, you know? And, and that's, you know, that's, if you were in a pub, that would be like a session, you know, you have probably, and then banjo sometimes too, you know, mandolin occasionally as well. But, uh, I'd yeah. say guitar, guitar for sure. You'd start with guitar and then, you know, add it, add the melody from there, you know? Yeah, but, no, that makes perfect sense. Now, in the Peelers, who's playing in the Peelers now? So, in the Peelers now, I like how you say now because well, because when you play like for so twenty-two much, years, man. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. so much, brother. I, I'm only kidding. I mean, there's so much. It's just it makes me laugh because there's so much turnover. You know, it's like, uh, um, yeah, well, it's a hard uh, life to live, right? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, it's just like when I think about the Mahones, like. Uh, you know god there's been so you know they've been going since 1990 and there's been so many members of that band you know and mm -hmm. um, you know um it's just incredible like uh, it'd be great to get everybody together in one one giant shot you know one giant photo and then uh, that'd yeah. be wild actually. But, it's a great idea oh my I'll, god yeah i'll tell Finny yeah, that like, <laughs> yeah well and and that's it right like you know i've played in the mahones and so i i would you know i'm davy mahone i guess so that would be my, my contribution but yeah it's crazy like in the peelers the same way not not to the same extent um mm -hmm. but uh now um uh right now i mean the two original members are still there so it's eric and i yeah uh, and so eric, plays, uh, eric plays uh, irish whistle yeah and he also plays uh uh he just added on the last album he just added the nord as well so he's playing, oh, cool. uh, he's playing an organ as well now. Um, nice. And then, so then you've got, um, yeah, so we got Eric and I, original. Uh, Scott Lee Mitchell, who you know, Scotty. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, who, yeah, who you know, Scotty plays bass for us. Um, but Scotty's also a guitar player as well. So it's really cool to have these guys that are multi, uh, multi-functional, right? Or <laughs> multi-instrumental. Uh, but, and Scotty actually played most of the guitar, most of the lead on the album as well. Uh, mostly electric on the album also. So yeah, that makes uh, sense. great guy to have great, fantastic guy, as you know, as well. Right. Like, Warm just, human being. We love just him the, dearly. Just the best man. Point St. Charles said in Montreal, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, right. he's, uh, he, he, so Scotty's been around for a while. Uh, Steve Creep is also playing with us now too. Uh, so, you know, and Steve's also, playing guitar, right? Steve's playing lead guitar, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah but, cool but there's another they, multi. They both used to play in the in the uh, in the Capones, but it yeah. was the reverse because Steve was playing yeah. bass and Scott was playing guitar, yeah. so I thought that was yeah. cool, you know. Yeah, and and, they, and again, another multi instrumentalist, right? Like he's also a great drummer as well. Mm -hmm. So you know, it's good to have these guys, believe it or not. As you know, well, yeah. If you're on tour and business. your drummer kicks the bucket, you got a backup, you know. <laughs> and while let's. <laughs> Knock on wood that our drummer right. doesn't kick any buckets, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so Creep uh, is on lead guitar now. Um, Diamond, uh, Scotty, uh, Will Lauren is playing drums for us now. 
so Will, I don't know if you know Will. He's from he's from back home as well. Okay. Yep. Um, he he plays in a couple other bands also. Blues. He's a blues guy, uh, but punk rock is his his real passion. So he he really killed it on this album uh, with yeah, us. Man. And then and then uh, John uh, Mormon as well is in the band. He he plays fiddle for us. So that's our that's our main melody is Johnny and. Uh, you know what? We have some guys that come and go. Uh, we got a guy named Kevin McNeely from up uh, in the mountains across from, uh, you know, up up in the Laurentians uh, behind Granville. And uh, he plays banjo. Um, you know, occasionally he'll come out as well. But but I try, I'm trying to keep, you know, I'm trying to keep a real tight, tight sort of uh, compact lineup right now. Because as you know, on the road, it's just a lot easier. Well, that's it. Absolutely. Uh, you know. Well, you know, yeah. when the when the tour bus uh, when the tour bus rolls up, I'll uh, you know we have a little bit more room. I'll uh, <laughs> I'll uh, we'll we'll deal with we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But uh, yeah, that's that's the, it's it's a pretty compact six piece right now. Yeah, no, we've, it's a good thing. We've, it's now we've known that we've been known to have eight to nine on stage before. <laughs> so I mean, you know, like there are some legendary uh, Montreal gigs with about nine of us on stage and uh, yeah. a bar. That's a lot of people that manage, right? Match. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, yeah, you know how it is, sure. man. You just like, you know, you just get to a point where it's like, okay, you know, it's just so much easier uh, to tour with and, and, uh, and to, to put people up in, in, you know, wherever hotels or, or people's floors or whatever you got to do. Right. So, yeah, man, just more convenience than anything else. It was up to me, you know, I'd have 15, you know, I'd have 15 fucking guys on stage. It was up to me, but yeah. do, do you plan on touring uh, this album? Well, <laughs> do you know something I don't know? Yes. <laughs> no, <laughs> Ab- absolutely, brother. I mean, you know, um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Actually, like, there is a reason I asked, though, but it, it wasn't because well, of anything else, except for the, the point that it's getting released during the pandemic. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, like, it's really hard. Like, for instance, we, when we put out our last album, we just got our permits in, in the States, played two shows and COVID hit. We had to come home, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, next, next thing you know, another year goes by because of pandemic. So now the album's too old. So we're making a new one now, you know? It's yeah, just the way yeah. it is. I remember that when you guys were down there and then you had to come back and uh, yeah. we were stuck in, uh, our tour got canceled halfway through. We were stuck in uh, Jasper, Alberta when <laughs> when yeah. everything, when they pulled the rug out from, from under us. So Well, there's but, worse, um, worse places to be stranded. <laughs> you know what? uh you're not not uh, yeah absolutely right. what a gorgeous place and and uh like you know one of these shows where you you roll into town you go oh man on a on a monday night you know like uh what's this gonna be like and then it just it was crazy you know like we had a great great night so yeah but man. the guys i know alex wants us to go out or matt wants us to go out in uh, in the fall or they that was the original plan mm-hmm. fingers crossed i guess i i don't you know right now we just don't know so yeah well we'll, we'll get out there as soon as it as soon as it man as soon as we trust me as soon as we can jump in the van brother we're we'll be in the van for sure <laughs> it's funny i was talking to some other guys about that too it's it's just weird like that I, I i'm repeating what i talked on another show but it's just so real it's like what a lot of people don't realize is as soon as the green light is go you know what i mean for but every fucking band in the entire world is going to want to book that moment you know what yeah, I mean? so gonna then be there's going to be another delay anyway yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, it's gonna be craziness. Yeah, and and, and uh, you know, like it's funny. You you know, we you go out on tour and you get back and you're like, oh, I'm fucking never doing that again. <laughs> like you know, you come back tired and hungry and poor and and you know, everybody hates each. Well, 
you know, everybody hates me probably is, is the, uh, is, is what I should say. I should qualify that, but yeah, you know, but, but man, like take it for granted. Right. And now, now I'm just sitting here like chomping at the bit and I'm like, I just want to get out there. Right. For sure. As, as I'm sure do you. And as I, I'm sure does everybody else as well. Yeah. So. Well, that, that's what I saying. Like, you know how I'm saying like every band is going to be booking at the exact same time. Cause everybody's been waiting for a year or whatever for somebody to say, yeah, we're booking. But I think one of the effects that's going to have is I, I think there's going to be larger bills, like more bands because of the amount of volume of the booking that's going to happen at once. Yeah, like, maybe. Uh, I know that we're going to do a show together with uh, your new album. I know that's probably going to happen, but uh, date wise, who knows? Yeah. Um, you know, but I do think that it'll probably be bigger bills because every show that is being talked about, there's multiple bands on the bill, but literally it's for that reason. It's because like, yeah. you know, for the to, to get nights, you yeah. know, different labels are going to have more bands on those nights just to, yeah, because man, every band in the world is booking yeah we uh we do have some shows booked mm -hmm. uh in may and beyond uh for the couple in the summer as well but i mean who knows right like are they gonna That's happen it. i mean they're obviously not going to happen the way things are currently so we'll just have to wait and see right yeah man it's something well, we'll see but i i can't wait to play with you guys that'll be fun you know like i oh, you know how much it. i love you know how much i love you guys and uh and, and uh, the feeling's mutual, man. Yeah, man. So it's it'll be nice to uh, to get out there and uh, shout out to my boy Frankie as well. He's a good man. <laughs> love that. Love that guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah absolutely. He's my brother, you know. Yep. Um, yep. So the, with the new album, how many songs are on it? Is that ten or twelve on it? I think. Ten. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. man. Ten. You know what? It was just like I made that call. Uh, uh, made that call but before we went into the studio I just said look like you know like let's just bang tan out and get it out as quick you know as quickly so it took us almost a year to get it out but uh um you know like we just I was just like you know what like let's just do 10 solid tracks just bang them out and, and yeah. get it out as soon as well, we hadn't done it times considering the times it's probably a good idea in the sense like yeah you know by the time you're able to tour then you know after touring a bit it'll probably already be a year and a half in oh, or yeah, two, yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah, you're going to want to bang out another album anyway, you know? Yeah, I'm already working on it, brother. It's that I've, got <laughs> a, I've almost have another one written now. So we're, uh, we'll, we'll be back into the studio at some point this year, I think. But uh, um, yeah, man, I just, and, and, you know, the other thing too, is like these days, like, man, I, we, you know, time is money, right? In the studio, that's, that's another thing, right? So you think, got to think about that too. And, and it's just like, I, I, I don't know, like, I just, I couldn't see us doing like a, like a real, like a super long album. I don't think anybody wants to listen to us for more than 10 songs, to be <laughs> honest with you. So like, you know, 10 good, 10 banging tracks and man, it's a good album. And I think everybody's going to really like it when it comes out. And, uh, I'm and, sure and, they will. and actually, yeah, we were kind of talking about that before. And I was just going to say like, you know, that first singles kind of, uh, I, I read someone today, uh, commented saying that it sounded like a rancid ran into screeching weasel or something or something like that <laughs> which i thought was really interesting now i am a rancid fan for sure and and i'm sure there's some rancid in there but the rest of the album there there is uh it, you know there's a there is still some celtic uh punk elements in there too and uh definitely it'll be uh you'll hear it as soon as you you know put the put the tracks on when you get it you know I, I I seem to remember like uh, on your first album, it was a bit more acoustic. Is that fair to say that? Oh man, the first first album, like Boots yeah. and Suits, two thousand two. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was totally because because you know, like a lot of other bands back then, we thought we were the Pogues. You know what I mean? And the Pogues, <laughs> Pogues were always very uh, acoustic. You know, like uh, 
uh, you know, um, folk punk, I guess you'd, you'd call it, you know, like mm-hmm. once in a while, Phil Chevron would pick up a, pick up a, a, an electric, but it was very rare and it was very, you know, subdued gain. So it was always very, very traditional, right? Very acoustic, but with that punk attitude and edge to it and, and yeah. brilliant, brilliant fucking lyrics and, and writing by McGowan, right? So, um, yeah, man, it was very, but we kind of like, I don't know, it's just been this evolution, right? Like, I I just, I didn't want to be the Pogues. Like, I, I would love to be the Pogues, but I don't want to be the Pogues, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah, absolutely. I just wanted to get away and trying to kind of carve out our own, our own sort of uh, piece of the pie. And, and, you know, um, I was, and, you know, you and I were always Clash fans, and and Ramones fans and and uh, yeah man and and uh, uh, you know and 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 uh, you know I was a big Black Flag guy and like I just it was it was like just finding sort of that that combination. Now I will say, uh, it, you know, our our second album two thousand four was a little it, it, it kind of got gradual right like two thousand four was a little that's more what guitar. I'm getting at yeah, yeah, yeah it was a little more guitar. But man, I had just heard uh, I had just heard uh, Flog and Molly for the first time. I think a couple of years before that, and I was like, "Wow!" Like, you know, they, you know, what the Pogues like for me, the Pogues taught me that you could take punk punk rock and take traditional uh, Irish music, which is what I grew up on, you know, which is what my dad introduced me to when I was a kid, and you could combine the two of them. You know what I mean? Like they mm-hmm. they taught me that. But then when I heard Flog and Molly, I thought, holy, sh-, like, man, like, listen to this. Like, they've taken that and taken it to another another level, you know what I mean? Great songwriting, you know, just bangers, you know what I mean? Like, and and, yeah. and, the, and the Murphys as well, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge, uh, I'm a huge Ken Casey fan. And, and, uh, <laughs> I, I often put my, my shit on shuffle in the car, that song, what was it? And, and Mick Jones' uh, Ate My Pudding when it came yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, that's a great. I love that track. That's a great fucking track. Now, I, I don't know the story behind that track, but I'm guessing it's probably a, a, a true story. Like, it's got some kind of... Uh, it sounds like it, because yeah, there's yeah, attitude yeah. as if it really happened. Like, yeah, man, it's got some kind pudding. of... I'm, yeah, I'm sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure it's all tongue-in-cheek, but I'm sure there's... Uh, I'm sure if you talk to Ken or Al, I'm sure there's some veracity in <laughs> to that as well you know but yeah yeah so i mean you know like i always said i kind of wanted to be you know over the past 10 years or so i always said i kind of wanted to be in in between somewhere like in between molly and, and in between murphy's and kind of in there and there's a lot of other great bands out there too man like i was a huge tossers i'm a huge tossers fan from chicago as well like i and there's so many good bands man we're yeah. just trying to we're just trying to find our way you know i've always written these types of songs we're just trying to find our our way to kind of you know put them out there in our own in our own style right it's really interesting because like uh one thing we both are is songwriters i know that you sit alone at home and you're writing songs i know i sit at home and i write songs and uh i I always find like uh like it sounds to me what you what you're getting at is sound as opposed to song because the songs writing process i mean I, I know you're putting lyrics down you're throwing chords to it because i, I know there's a lot of open chords in uh, in your music so you I, I can tell that you're playing chords and, and you're you're uh, you know different patterns are going on and, and you're getting these lyrics but it all comes what you're talking about is really like in the studio what kind of sound are you going after to put them because you know, would you agree that like the best songs in the world can literally be done in almost any style any way and the song is still the song inside it you know of course 
I mean, a good song is a good song, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like a great song is a great song. That's why, you know, I've got such a, a broad, um, I've got such a broad love for, for, for so many different types of music, you know, like my, you know, if you were to look at my phone right now and look at the spectrum of music I have on there, I mean, it goes from, you know, it goes from, I've got, I mean, I've got some Pavarotti on there right now to uh, uh, New Orleans funeral band jazz to Iron Maiden, which of course, you know, I, lo- I love Iron Maiden. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, and then like, and then, you know, p- you know, punk rock. I mean, like it's, yeah, uh, my tastes are all over the place. And I believe, and I believe that I believe like, if it's a good song, it's a good song. There's yeah. no, I mean, you, you know, listen, uh, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, but it's also in the ear of the beholder as well, you know, and, uh, and, um, yeah, man, I, I, you know, I don't know how you do it, but I always, like, I start with a concept and I go from there. So I, I always start with the, I always start from the chorus, from an idea and I, mm-hmm. and I work, I work out from there. So, and, yeah. you know, and then bring it to the guys. So, yeah. No, it, it makes sense. It's very similar to what I do. I, I, I think I have like three methods that I use. One is where I can kind of like, you know, walking on through whatever and a chorus kind of comes to me, kind of what you're saying, and then, you know, build out from, from there. Or sometimes yeah. I'll, I'll just be playing guitar because like, I like to play guitar a lot. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I'll be sitting there and then, oh shit. And then that kind of becomes something that I add words and melodies on top of that. Or sometimes I'm just morning. It's often in the mornings that I write these days. Morning yeah, coffee, writing yeah. lyrics, and then yeah. music to that after. So those are the three ways I write. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you know what? I got to say, you're probably like me, like, I, I got to say, God bless Steve Jobs and the Apple iPhone because uh, they've got that mem- memos app on there. Yeah, and man. Man, the best stuff comes to me when I'm not in, you know, when I'm not sitting in front of my guitar and amp, right? Yeah. The best stuff for me comes to me when I'm driving, when I'm, when I'm, you know, when I'm on the train, when I'm just yeah, sitting, waiting for, waiting for a sub, you know what I mean? Like, and, and like, often those are probably the best ideas. You know, I drive are, Frankie crazy are. because I'll be driving. I'm like, oh man, I hit the video record for a second. Then hey, I'll turn off the music. Then I'll start doing something. Okay, catalog done. You know, then music yeah, goes brother. back on. He puts the phone down, you know? Man, they are, they are. And, and like, I, and like, I've got this real, I've got this real, I'm, I'm fucking terrified of losing like, uh, you know, yes. like I get something in my head and I'm fucking terrified. I go, oh my God, that's a great idea. And I'm terrified of fucking losing it. So yeah. I just and as soon as somebody out. talks or interrupts that, you know, yeah, it's it, it so fragile at that one moment. <laughs> it so is, true. dude. Well, you know, man, like, you know, the brain's a wonderful thing, man. It fucking, uh, you know, it, it just, it's working on its own all the time, right? Nah. Uh, yeah, man. That, that's it takes a few up. hits and it keeps going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you saw my, if you saw my, my memos, uh, my saved memos on my phone, right? That's probably 300. Like you, you know, <laughs> I totally believe and, it. And I'd go and notes too. I also take notes as well. Sometimes like if I'm just sitting and something comes to me, I'll take notes and write it down. Yeah. So like, you know, working on this, the new album that I'm working on now uh, uh, to be the follow-up to the one that's coming out. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just going, I'm just going through it with a fine, tooth comb like oh what's it? oh that was a great idea you know and then going to the music and trying to find something that matches so. it's funny I, i'm in the process. process right now going through it through ideas because I, I basically wrote i'd say three quarters of our next record right now and mm. uh it, I, I literally i always just put video on right and then yeah. I, I have 188 ideas on it right now like yeah, i know yeah, yeah. I, I look yeah, at I know, 188 not to sort through you. that shit i hear you pal <laughs> But that's good, right? That just means that you that it's that the uh, 
that means that the music's flowing and, yeah. and that it's, it's coming to you. And that's a good thing because, you know, I went through a, a I went through a period uh, between, you know, kind of our, our end of our touring days in the 2000s, like around 2008 and like early two, 2010s where it just wasn't coming. It just wasn't there. You know what I mean? Yeah, like man. I just was burnt out. Do you and, panic when that happens? I don't, a pan, well, panic is a, probably a strong <laughs> word, but, but I think about it a lot. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and, you know, as, as somebody who deals with, uh, you know, mental illness and that kind of thing, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's rough, right? Like it, you know, you, uh, because, it really you, because, because you want Yeah. Because you, you, you know, and it sounds stupid to say that maybe, but like, you know, I just, I'm, 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 always completely in, in fear of, of, of not being able to express myself or not being able to get That's these ideas out of my head, because you know what, man, I don't do a lot of things well on this earth, but, <laughs> but I, but I do sing and, and play guitar and, and write songs pretty well. And, and I just, you know, I just, I'm terrified of losing that, that ability. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, I wouldn't say panic, but it, it, it bothers me for sure yeah but, because but like, you know what for sure that creative good. ebb and flow right and it, you can't yeah, always be on the top of it yeah dude and, and you know what and like the, the terrible thing to say is like you know you you know all these bad things that happen to us in our life man that's where my best music comes from and i, I, I you know it's god awful to say that right like yeah you know who wants to go through all this stuff you know like like breakups and and you know and 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 you know all about this man and and it's yeah, like man. who wants to go through all this stuff but man my best music has come out of out of hardship and i i guess that's probably the you know the same recipe for a lot of songwriters out there well absolutely because like there's an emotional thing too i mean like a like when is somebody in the mood to sit down and write usually when they're feeling alone usually when you know they're stressed out and that's a way to to relieve some stress songwriters know this yeah, you man. know it, it's a it's a real thing and one thing I, I battled with at one point is that i found that a lot of my uh lyrics were when i was in those moments so they would be dark or <coughs> sorry uh you know or not depressed would be too big of a word but you know it was that part of me that was going yep. down on paper but the happier yeah. part of me wasn't really getting down on paper you, you understand so like i've had to actually kind of force myself you know, to, to write at different times or write from different emotions, which yes. I, I, I really, I struggle with that sometimes. Yeah, man. Really interesting. You say that actually, because uh, I just did a, just did a podcast uh, last weekend <clears throat> with a, a Scottish, uh, was it Scot Scotland? Uh, some, uh, a friend of ours uh, had us on his pod podcast in Scotland mm -hmm. and, he, and he actually played pipes on the album as Craig Weir, great guy. And, cool. and uh, he's in Dundee, Scotland, and he has a great podcast over there that, that's doing really well. And he had us on. And that's the thing he said. He said, if I he said, when I listen to Palace of the Fiend, which was my album from 2000, our album from 2017, he said, I hear a lot of dark stuff in there. And he said the new album, which he, you know, he had a call. They was sent a copy by Mike. Right. And uh, he said, I hear a progression. He's like, I hear you coming out of it. And I hear I hear positivity where there wasn't any in 2017. And I was like, yeah, man, I, I, I never even thought about it, but yeah, that's really, that's probably true. Right. Like, so cool you know, to I hear that from the outside. Eh? 
Well, I was in a bit. Yeah, man, absolutely. Well, you know, I'll take it. Right. Like, <laughs> but, but you think like 2017, when that album came out, we recorded between 13 and, and, and 15, 16, I should say. And I had a lot of shit going on in my life. And, uh, and uh, you don't think about it, but yeah, I, you know, that all came out into that album. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, and I was in such a bad state back then, man, that like I recorded the, uh, I recorded the lyrics for that album. And then when we went to mix it, uh, Pierre and I, you know, Pierre, Pierre, our great producer, Pierre Pino, uh, Pierre said, you know what, man, your, your, your vocals, they're just not there. And I was like, yeah, I agree. And I actually being healthier at that time went back and re-recorded the vocals for that album and it and it was such a like then if you listen like he still got the tracks from you know the first time i did them and the second time and it's fucking night and day man and it's like you know that's that's where i was when i wrote that stuff and and where i where i got to so i i like that you said that man that makes a lot of sense actually but you know like you like uh, i often talk about lifers and and for me that's just somebody that lives music from a young age and just you know they will never stop and you my friend are a lifer and i have a lot of respect for anybody that you know has music in their life to that extent you know and i mean producing not just listening but producing yeah you know because it is something to be able to go on tour to be just creative to write to hold the band together is a real thing as well and you know to make albums and produce things and all all this i mean it's no simple task and you've been doing it for hell well since i've known you and we were kids since (laughs) since i was gonna say since you've been doing it basically man like yeah yeah it's a huge part of my life brother i mean you know like uh i don't know what to tell you man cheers because i have the biggest respect yeah like Like, it's crazy yeah i was gonna say actually let's have a cheers because Mm -hmm. we hadn't had we hadn't had one cheers yeah man there you go i'm really enjoying this this is fun Mm -hmm. this is fun see i mean it's funny it's 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 uh it's a real uh funny dynamic because you know uh you know it's an interview and you know interviews are sometimes fun or they're not but this is really different because i know you so well and, and yeah. so like you ask me questions and there's no bullshitting you you know <laughs> it's, it's it's great right but, but anyway, that, that's yeah. why I, i'm having fun with the podcast because it's not just interview it's also hanging out yeah yeah you know what i mean and, and like you you have stuff that you know, to share that is interesting. Uh, like, uh, like when, right, the, when we started this, you, you know what I mean? Like, even when we talk about the name, the feelers, I always like to grab these little informations and stuff, you know, because like, oh, yeah, I, I, I'm not the most scholastically educated person. <laughs> so I, you know, I, I learned most of my shit hanging around bars. <laughs> yeah, well, I have that side of me too. I know I you do. <laughs> I don't know if we want to get into that or not, but yeah. Well, listen, yeah. we're, we're almost out of time. And right, we man. will do this again in another day, I'm sure. But here, right. before we close out, I'm going to challenge you. I need three albums that everybody in the world should listen to at least once and one guilty pleasure. What do you got? Oh Don't my think too God. much. Fuck, I hate <laughs> Why didn't you give this to me beforehand? That's what everybody three, says, but that takes all the fun out of it. Three, uh, yeah, I know. So, so it's going to be, kind, you know, it, it'll be kind of genuine, I guess. <laughs> three albums that uh everybody, everybody should, should listen to should listen to well i mean i gotta start with uh i, I mean i would the, the album that basically changed my life was the pogues uh rum sodomy and the lash and i to me that's to me that's one of the i mean it changed my life and i and to me it's one of the most beautifully written uh albums uh of all time you know a modern day poet who's still with us 
and uh, you know, and who knows for how long. So everybody, I think, should should have that uh, definitely have a listen to it. If not, have it in their collection. And I've got the vinyl right back here. So uh, yeah, <laughs> I man. love it. Yeah, yeah. Rum sodomy in the lash by the Pogues. Uh, Jesus, man. Uh, now albums that everyone should listen to. Ah, dude, you put me in such a spot. <laughs> Killing you. I, I, know, I know my first one right away, right? Because that, that's the, I mean, you know what, dude? I mean, let's, I'd probably, I'd probably say London Calling. I mean, yeah, obviously. I mean, like, and, and, and you know what? I throw London Calling in there because that's an album that we grew up on or I grew up on. Mm -hmm. you grew oh, up absolutely. On. Yeah, man. And man, I, I just played the shit out of that album when I was a kid and, uh, and my God, the songs on that album are just, uh, they're just so good and so legendary, right? Like, yeah, man. yeah I'd say London Calling uh, would good be Good choice, there. good choice. And, and the third. Uh, oh, Jesus, man, the third. I need to go off the board here a little bit. <laughs> Fuck, where am I going to go? Uh, let me think. Uh, you know what? I will go off the board, man. Fuck it. I don't, I don't, fuck it. <laughs> I will I will go off the board man I'm a huge hip hop fan I always was right on you, you know I always was and and uh from from and and you know I was introduced like you I was introduced to hip hop by by the beastie boys right yeah. like you know like we, we were just, that age well we were that age and they they you know we kind of identified with them right and it was like mm -hmm. it was it was it was really cool you know i was listening to the beasties when i was a kid and and grandmaster flash as well i got introduced to by my cousin but man i'll also I'll, I'll put my third one up there as uh, wu-tang forever so there you uh, i'm a yeah, huge man. i'm a huge wu-tang uh, clan fan and uh the album wu-tang forever i think it came out in 96 and uh man i still spin that album at least once a week and it's just genius like just just eight, i think it's nine nine guys uh, just all all genius and all uh, master rhymers in their own right, right? So yeah, man. I'll, I'll go with now that. Let's go page. with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The great selection. Um, yeah, man. Now, right before we leave, you're in the car, you're driving. Nobody's in there. Song comes on that you start bopping to that you're digging, but like nobody would believe you're digging. What's a guilty pleasure song pops in the head? So I was just listening to it this morning. So uh, there's a band called Major Laser. And uh, Major Laser is uh, is um, uh, the the sort of the uh, brainchild of Ma Major Laser is uh, Diplo. I don't know if you know Diplo. He's like nope, a, I don't. he's like a uh, he's like a uh, uh, DJ. You know, uh, he's a studio guy. You know what I mean? Like, he, and and he's got this band called Major Laser, and it's 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 electronic, but you know, he takes a lot of uh, and you'll appreciate this. Takes a lot of elements from Jamaica uh you know from dance hall and ska and he mm -hmm. takes a lot of uh, r&b elements as well in rap and uh fantastic and i was listening to a song called lose yourself this morning by uh <laughs> by uh major laser and uh and it's got two uh, I, I their names are escaping me right now but there's two uh uh two jamaican um uh, uh, uh mcs in there and i i cannot remember the names of the life of me but oh, it's just brilliant right on. Right. just brilliant and i uh, mean i'll just crank the shit out of that and just get just go to town you know like yeah, and right. even better and even better if i've had about six of these in me <laughs> and right. uh, am amongst other things you know what i mean so yeah, yeah man. right well listen 
It's freaking great to see her face. Congratulations again on the new album. Everybody go check out The Peelers, the new album Down and Out in the City of Saints on Stomp Records. Man, Thanks, welcome to the family. Wait a minute. Did I lose like, some cred with that fucking major laser drop there? Did Dude, I? Uh... we had no cred to begin with. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, brothers. Stay cool. Hey, be good, pal. We'll see you yeah, soon, all right? You too. Cheers, Peace. Yo. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Kim and don't Kim know shit. I might not know shit, but.